listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up, are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Wong. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Earth Oddity Podcast. The weird, the strange, the uncounselable until it's canceled, maybe. I don't know. I mean, eventually. I didn't think this through before I started talking, but this is yeah. the podcast. I'm Tiny, and this is John. Yeah, hi, hello, everybody. Yeah. We're here today. A little rushed, but. Yeah, we're under a, a, a time deadline. So I, we will eventually get canceled if we, we're we not famous enough to be canceled. That's a good point. You know, like people cancel us now, people are like, who? Who is that? That would, <laughs> it would probably bring us more fame. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like Joe Rogan. Yeah. Yeah, we they tried to cancel him, but he's done. He's done grown too big. Yeah, that's right. Like all all of his fans were like, "Nah, okay." But you know? he had that video, yeah, on on the internet for years and for years and time. years, and no one took a shot at it. Well, I think he's even said like, if, if he's like, I can't even go back and listen to our older shows. He's mm-hmm. like, because we would just sit in a room and get stoned and say the most crazy things we could come up with, trying to make each other laugh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like, like... <laughs> it was all just nonsense. And how did it grow from that to being the most listened to person in the world is crazy. I'm sure it blows his mind. It would be like us becoming had, that. I was about to say, he has said on many occasions that it blows his mind. Yeah. <laughs> and that he did. I, he says, I didn't ask to have a bigger <laughs> audience than mainstream news. Right. <laughs> it just happened. Yeah. Well, that's how it goes. Cancel culture comes for everybody, and it's because... Everybody loves to be a bully, like mm-hmm. whether they admit it or not. That's I know true. bullying is bad, but everybody loves to be a bully. I heard well, somebody I else like make this. The point. religious right, you know, yeah, we're, we're the ones we kind of started it. We're back big time on it. Yeah, yeah. We, were, we were boycotting Disney. We boycotted Pepsi for a while. We're big on canceling. It's just here lately. It's that, getting turned against us. Yeah, but <laughs> it's because people love to bully. Uh-huh. People love to tell other people uh, our group thinks what you're doing is wrong, and it doesn't and matter. We're gonna punish you. For yeah, it. we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna make life hard for you. Yeah, people yeah. love that. I don't know why. <laughs> Cancel culture is just bullying. We teach our kids bullying's wrong. Yeah, but you can't defend some of the stuff some of these people get canceled for. So I mean, it, it depends. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But, but some so in some instances, you're like, yeah, man, I get that. Mm-hmm. You know, like you, hey, Harvey Weinstein. Like, there's no defense for the actions you did. Right. Yeah. Oh, there you go. I feel like there's a difference between refusing to do business with somebody to going like out of your way to go right. after somebody. Well, you but never that's know. just me. I yeah, guess. No, I yeah. agree. I, I think that uh, probably the most effective is not doing business with somebody, not supporting mm-hmm. whatever it is they got. So, since we live in a capitalist world now, when it gets to socialism, they'll just take us out back and shoot us. Yeah, <laughs> right. I know because Rand the government Paul does told all me so. the council canceling right. at that they point. Cancel you <laughs> right away. And I, and there's no easy way to say this, Tiny. And I know we're in a hurry, but I feel like. It's okay today. Like, if I were to come on this podcast and go, I'm a Nazi, everybody would freak out, right? Mm-hmm. But if I were to come on here and go, I'm a communist, there would People be People would be like, oh, really? They'd be like, oh, man. There would only be a couple of different reactions. One is, welcome, comrade. Yeah. And the other one is like, man, that guy's an idiot. He doesn't understand. They would put your you face know? on a T-shirt and yeah. then wear that T-shirt to rage against the machine shows <laughs> is what they would do, John. But my thing is, <laughs> like, when you think of Nazism, we think of really the worst, Mr. Hitler, who did a lot of bad mm-hmm. things, okay? When we think of communism, we don't think of Stalin, who killed like 21 million people. Well, his his kill-to-death ratio, much greater than Hitler's. I'm well, not excusing Hitler or anything Hitler did. Well, here's what here's what makes Hitler so bad, John, is he was a racist. Sure. It wasn't yeah. that he killed 6 million people. It's he killed 6 million people because he didn't like their race. That, that's true. I mean, <laughs> that does up the degree of difficulty, so to speak. You know? Yeah. I mean, like... I, but I just feel like we let our communist friends get a pass. It's okay. Well, because they weren't racist. They were killing everybody equally. <laughs> and they were okay. indiscriminately putting people in labor camps to work to death. It wasn't based on yeah. race, John. All I'm saying is it's okay to punch a Nazi, but it's not okay to punch a communist. And I'm not okay with that. Even I think we should be able to punch. <laughs> yeah, we should equally be okay to punch either one of those. Right. Yeah. 
That's all I'm saying. They, you know, that's or probably, maybe not punch anybody. Yeah, I mean, we could default <laughs> we to could that. We could do that too. Yeah, that seems to be the right thing to do. <laughs> well, uh, what kind of stories do we have? Uh, I was kind of scrambling, but I've got a story about Harvey Weinstein, and I've got a story about the Steam Deck. Okay. We didn't cool. talk about this last week, but it came out. All it right. had their big release. Yeah, I know you're pumped. <laughs> I am. And uh, I've also got a story about a teacher. I got a story about a teacher. Okay. So. <laughs> All right. Um, I got a uh, a. Uh, there was an interesting package stolen in Denver. Okay. Um, got a Kentucky man who won a lot of money on a scratch-off, and we're going to talk about COVID. Okay. COVID has sort of went away. All right. I guess to start with, and I don't have the story in front of me. I've just been following Steam Deck News like a madman. Because you got one ordered, right? I, I've it's it's honestly, John. It is absolutely ridiculous how excited I am okay. for this little device. And I I fully admit I am a nerd. I am a geek. And everybody, you are one hundred percent fully justified pointing your fingers at me and laughing in my face. Sure, at how stupid this is. I, but I prefer I to do it behind your back. Well, you can yeah. do it to my okay. face. That's All fine right. yeah. because I, I'm I'm worthy of the ridicule. <laughs> But I am so excited about this thing. Yeah. And we didn't talk about it because it wasn't odd. But not this past Friday. The one before was their big, okay, we're sending out our first batch of emails to people who've reserved this thing. Gabe Newell, who is, he's the CEO of Valve. He started Valve. And he's really known amongst primarily PC gamers as like the patron saint of video games. Okay. He, he, He runs his company. He really comes off like a guy that he just wants to make video games better because he himself is a gamer. Sure. And he has, He's not in it for the money. He had it it appeared now I don't know his heart. I don't know his mind, but the actions he's taken and the way he runs his his company, he really seems to put gamers first. Okay. Over profits. Sure. Their experience. Probably doesn't, but he makes it appear <laughs> that way. But he, but yeah. he, makes it, he has excellent PR. How right. about that? Well, but a good customer service goes a long way, too. Yes, Yeah, yes. but he ain't going to do it for free. I'm, we all know that, right? right? And, yeah. and, and again, this I'm sure this was all about promotion, but on Friday, not this one, but the one before, he was out in Washington, which is where their, their company's located, and he was hand-delivering oh. people who ordered Steam Decks, like, locally. Okay. And there's a video on YouTube. I think their Twitter also posted it. You can go watch it for yourself. But it's hilarious because the reactions ranged from, oh, my goodness, you're Gabe Newell <laughs> you're here at my house. Right. All the way to, what'd you say your name was again? Who are you? <laughs> Some dude just bought it to flip it on eBay, you know. Yeah, yeah. He's like, man, who are you now? <laughs> <laughs> so, and it was really hilarious. Like he 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 talked about. I hope these people don't get mad at me for signing their Steam decks. So he had a pen and he was signing some okay. of them. It's just cool. Yeah, and it was it was uh, I think wise of the PR team to like not just take the ones where people are like excited to see him. Yeah, but to leave in the reactions where they're like. Okay, kind of weird. Yeah. Okay, have a good buddy. Day. Thanks for bringing it. Because <laughs> yeah. that would have been me. You know, <laughs> like if my kids had ordered one or something, and yeah. he knocks on the door, I was just like, "All right, thanks, bud. Appreciate like, it." Like there was this one where this lady she comes to the door and she's like, "What's with the camera crew? Who would you say your name was again?" <laughs> and uh, he was like, "Is I forget the name? Is so and so here?" And she was like, "No, he's on a ski trip." Well, he that dude before this video went live, he went on to Reddit. And posted his story oh, okay. saying, "Hey, uh, Gabe Newell, him hand personally hand delivered my Steam Deck, and I was on a ski trip <laughs> with the guys, and my <laughs> wife didn't even know who he was." <laughs> That's perfect. Well, um, when is he bringing yours? He probably won't be bringing mine personally because he lives on the other side of the country. He might though. What if he hears this? That would be awesome. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> I tell you, they've been really good about shipping them out. I want to say that, uh, like people who review stuff on YouTube, there was a slew of review. Apparently, they're sending them out to anybody who who has any kind of following. Oh, to just review like free them. ones. Yeah, but when is yours coming? Probably July at the earliest. Oh wow! So. Oh wow! But hey, I can I can wait. What up, Gabe? We'll <laughs> review that thing on this podcast. That's absolutely We're reaching true. hundreds of people each week. <laughs> yeah, I'm <laughs> probably re- I'm probably directly responsible for you selling 
two pre-orders. <laughs> <laughs> One of those being mine. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Um, I Hudson was telling me that Kanye had released an album. He did exclusively right. on the stem player. Uh, right, which I thought was the same thing that you had ordered. And I was like... <laughs> Tiny I was ordered like, one of those. I was like, Tiny's got one of those. And Hudson was like, for real, man? Because <laughs> he was talking about, like, look, how am I going to pirate this album? You know? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, Tiny's ordered one of those. I don't think he's got it in yet or whatever. <laughs> and for, like, maybe... 20 minutes, you were the coolest guy in oh, the neighborhood. I hate to let him down. Until I started talking about playing video games and stuff, and he was like, no, that ain't what this <laughs> is. <laughs> I was like, okay, my bad. That's hilarious. He was like, that is a Steam Deck. And I was like, what's a Steam Deck? And he was like, it's like a Nintendo Switch. So that's It's the- like a Nintendo Switch, but it, it'll play anything. You but that's how he it. put it in language I could understand. Mm-hmm. You know, is that's what it is. So, um, a Kentucky man probably should have ordered a Steam Deck. He won $250,000 on a scratch-off card. Nice. And his celebration ended up in his arrest. Here's a before and after picture. <laughs> Boy, he's looking happy in that first picture. <laughs> you know, that big old check, you know? And now, now I'm guessing that check's going to be going to his bail. What was he arrested for? <laughs> Less than a week after winning a life-changing $250,000, a Kentucky man was arrested for meth possession and drug paraphernalia. <laughs> Joseph Hellard was the winner of a Kentucky Lottery scratch-off held on February 26. He called the moment life-changing and planned on buying a new home and a vehicle with his winnings, according to WXIX. And some meth. I say the celebration might have gone a little too far, though. Two days after claiming the prize, Hellard was arrested on drug-related charges. Uh, Hellard was pulled over March 2nd after uh, L. Elranger or Erlanger, Kentucky police noticed his vehicle registration had expired. Officers called a canine team. Of course, we've already talked about canines <laughs> to the scene to search Hellard's vehicle. They were right in this case. Yeah, right. Got, they nailed this one. <laughs> As they searched, officers found a smoking pipe that had white crystal substances in it. Uh, Was it this, out of one of those? Yeah, maybe it's one of kits. Biden's kits that he got, you know? <laughs> Uh, the substance in the pipe was determined to be meth, the arrest report says. Uh, he was taken to the Kenton County Detention Center and has since bonded out, jail records indicate. Hmm. So, yeah, he's in a little bit of trouble. But now he's got enough money to buy him a good lawyer and see if he can't get out of this. Uh, it's easy come, easy go. It is. <laughs> if you're the type of guy that's like, I'm going to buy a house and a vehicle and then turn around and go buy a bunch of meth, you know. You're probably going to burn through that money real quick. Anyways. I would imagine so. Yeah. I mean, what was the proverb? A fool and his gold yes. shall soon part. Right. Man, he's like, man, I'm going to buy. I'm going to quit stealing catalytic converters. I'm just going to buy them. <laughs> 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 I'm going to all this money now. I'm going to be hillbilly rich. <laughs> I don't know. That's wild. But probably something I would do. You can't. You can't give rednecks money. I mean, you just can't do it. It, it always turns out bad. And that's why the Lord won't let me be rich. Speaking of jail, you know who who went to jail? Harvey Weinstein. That's right. (laughs) He did. He was one of those people that were canceled for good reason. Yes. But uh, here recently, he was discovered smuggling milk duds in jail. Okay. (laughs) He looks like a guy who would have some candy on the DL. Yeah, you got to think so. He's probably trading that stuff like cigarettes in there. (laughs) Maybe. Harvey Weinstein was caught with contraband milk duds in November, prompting a reprimand from L.A. County jail guards, according to records reviewed by Variety. The milk duds were found during a search on November 10th after he had a face-to-face meeting with Sean Berkeley, one of his attorneys, the milk duds were confiscated, and the guards warned that they would have to search his attorney's legal binders and laptop bags on future visits. Which I thought I thought they did that anyway. Did they? Did they not? Yeah, I would think so. Hmm. I mean, I mean, I know that there's ways. Yeah, I could get a milk dud. I could get a, <laughs> one single milk dud in to the prison. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty foul. I'm not going to go into the, some of the actual stories I've heard of the ways people get stuff in and out of prison. There's, I mean, 
but, our <laughs> listeners are smart enough to know, you know. <laughs> but I feel like the best way, the most efficient way to smuggle stuff in is to pay off the guards, right? Yeah. I mean, that would uh, be... As opposed to the most fun way, which is your keister, right? <laughs> well... <laughs> I, These milk nuts taste a little twangy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I mean, I'm just, all, I guess all yeah, I'm saying is, off the way it, it seems to me like if they were gonna, if his lawyer was gonna smuggle milk nuts to him in prison, the easiest thing to do would be like, hey, here's fifty bucks. Would you look the other way and let the guy have some chocolate? Well, my thing is, is it illegal to have? Milk nuts? Apparently it, so. You yeah. know, I can't even get some candy in prison. I mean, I, what candy you're allowed to have? I guess you're supposed to get it from the, you the, commissary. the commissary. Yeah, you got to get That's it from the commissary. Uh, I guess you got a good point. Anyway, Weinstein claimed that to the guards that he had brought the milk duds with him when he was extradited from New York in July, but the jail official said that he had been searched upon his arrival at L.A. They're saying, "Nah, dude, we we checked you thoroughly, <laughs> right. and you had no milk duds." <laughs> Anyway, there's nothing was found leading them to conclude that the milk duds must have been passed to him during the attorney's visit. He apologized for the incident in a statement to Variety. This was an innocent misunderstanding, Weinstein said. It will not happen again. I have been a model inmate following the rules and regulations, and I am sincerely sorry. Uh-huh. Uh, Weinstein's late attorneys, Mark Worksman and Alan Jackson. Okay. I- that's right. <laughs> I said, I said, Al Jackson brought him a burger and a grape snow cone. <laughs> he checked him off early, but he didn't go home. <laughs> he also issued an apology. <laughs> we- Chattahoochee is one of the greatest songs ever written, and people don't want to admit it, but Chattahoochee. It'll get a room hyped up. Yeah. You know, of like white people, you know, like, right? Right. Like you're not gonna go to uh, you know Stillman College and put on Chattahoochee and get everybody hyped up. But you get a bunch of white folks hyped up on Chattahoochee, <laughs> and that's cool. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. What about being a little bitty? That's a good one too. It's my theme song. <laughs> I, Al Jackson, one of the most successful country singers of the 90s. He's putting out hit after hit. He really was, yeah. Water skiing in blue jeans. I mean, yes. Midnight in Montgomery. Was that him? That was him, wasn't it? I can't remember. I know it was. You sure about that? Because I saw him down there at the Brian Denny. Okay. He no, played no, no, no. at Brian Denny? Coleman Coliseum. He I played at Coleman Coliseum? He did. Back in the 90s, he played at Coleman How Coliseum. How did I miss that? <laughs> I don't know. Golly. You were probably at some fish show. I was. Probably <laughs> a widespread panic, something like that. It's crazy. It was for homecoming one year. We used to get really good acts for homecoming. Mm-hmm. I saw the Allman Brothers for homecoming. Panic played for homecoming one year. Uh, George Clinton and Parliament Funkadelic played for homecoming one year. The current... Makeup of Leonard Skinner. Yeah. They came. But yeah, Skinner's never going to die. They, I mean, like, <laughs> they lose a few, they just replace Well, them. there's a non-broken chain of Van apostolic Zance. succession <laughs> right? for Leonard Skinner. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like, oh, what a Ronnie Bagat. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. Donnie or whoever. I can't remember his name now. I got you. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Going all the way back to Peter, <laughs> the all, first lead singer. <laughs> upon you, we will rock. <laughs> That's some church humor for anyone who don't know what we're talking about. Church slash Leonard Skinner humor. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. I went to the Leonard Skinner Memorial. Did we talk about that? I think we may have. Yeah. Like where the plane crash happened okay, yeah. in Mississippi or whatever. Okay. Yeah. I went there. Hmm. It was Exactly what you would expect. Was it solemn? Well, it was me and Shane, and uh, and there were just two rednecks hanging out, who I guess were the self-appointed caretakers of it, you know? Well, I mean, were, is, it, is it just a field? I mean... No, it was, so you go down this road, and then there's like three or four basically really big tomb rocks. Okay. You know, like uh, headstones or whatever. Oh, okay. With like an etched picture of the band in it and tells all about all monuments. the ones that died. Yeah, yeah, monuments. There we go. Right. They're just big old tomb rocks. Mm-hmm. I got a picture of it on my Instagram. You can check it out. All right. Yeah. I was like, if you, you're you not Southern unless you've been to where Leonard Skinner died in a plane crash. <laughs> this is how it goes. Well, COVID. A COVID appears to be over, Right. Well, ever since Russia invaded Ukraine. Well, we saw the polling numbers going into midterms, mm-hmm. too. 
that people were kind of done with COVID. They were like, we need to back off COVID stuff. Then a bunch of truckers got mad in Canada and shut down their capital for a couple weeks. We had a trucker convoy going on now, too, don't we? Do we? Yeah, but it hadn't got much. The only reason I know this is... uh, James Spam put some pictures up of dudes like standing over the interstate overpasses waving American flags, and then everybody in the comments was arguing about stupid how stupid a trucker protest is. Hmm. So that's what it is. And there was a lot of I bet you wear your mask cologne in a car talk <laughs> getting thrown, and you're an ignorant redneck back and forth. Apparently, I guess there's some small ones because I mean I see a headline uh, it rolls through New Jersey, yeah, and then right. there's one in. Miss in uh, Missouri. Yeah, man. I mean, one, in, one moving through Kansas. So I don't know. It's... Russian bots are starting all of that. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, really, that's what it is. They did a study about like all these like patriot groups and stuff were all from troll farms. And they'd be like, we're scheduling. A, it would be like a Black Lives Matter group ran by a troll farm. You know, we're going to schedule a protest on this day. And then, you know, we love freedom patriots. Troll farm Facebook group mm-hmm. would schedule one across the street, and then it gets shared around. Then everybody shows up and starts fighting. I was watching, or I was, I was listening to Joe Rogan one time, and he said that he read some kind of. If you, if, if this isn't fake news, I mean, if you can yeah. trust Joe Rogan, sure. But he read an article or something about I think the top twenty Christian Facebook groups. I've heard that like, too. The top nineteen of them were Russian. Yes. were started by Russian bots. Right. Yes. <laughs> That's great. Which makes a lot of sense because sure. I mean, all every all their posts are political. So. Yes, that's exactly right. <laughs> then it makes people not only hate the other side but hate Jesus too. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, let's get back to COVID. All right. COVID infects genitals in male monkeys. Okay. This is from March the 3rd. The coronavirus infects uh, the genitals of male monkeys, claims a small study, and it could shed some light on symptoms such as erectile dysfunction. Now, you've been telling me you were having trouble with that. <laughs> uh, that have been reported some, by some men with COVID-19. Uh, whole body scans were used on Reese's macaques. Which is where the COVID is. Isn't that what they're called? Isn't that the correct pronunciation? I've heard it referred to as macaque. Okay, but I think that's because they don't want to say the other. But I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm not a biologist. So <laughs> somebody tweet Richard Dawkins and see what he says. Uh, and they ruled that the virus had infected the prostate, penis, testicles, and surrounding blood vessels. Said researchers. Uh, we had no idea we would find it there. Study senior author Thomas Hope, uh, who's with uh, developmental biology at Northwestern University School of Medicine in Chicago. It hmm. sounds like um, it also uh, the study conducted at Tulane National Primate Research Center in Louisiana was posted on the site BioRxiv and had not been peer-reviewed for a publication in the journal. So so not peer-reviewed. Not yet. But it appears that COVID is stored in the balls. <laughs> it's really yeah. what it comes down to, you know? Yeah. Um, said, uh, while COVID vaccination has not been shown to cause fertility issues, about 10 to 20% of infected men uh, who had COVID have symptoms linked to male genital tract dysfunction according to previous research. So mm. for all of us men out there who have had it, just need to know <laughs> there could be some issues. Yeah. And Your they, spouse could develop a cough. Yeah. <laughs> Look, <laughs> and we're not going to go into how I gave it to time. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody called in the Patreon on Discord, at least nobody regarded it back uh, when the driver was talking about having his bout with COVID Mm -hmm. that I said, I hate that Tiny gave me COVID. (laughs) Nobody even, everybody just read right over that. I know. Thought it was a good little subtle joke, but whatever. (laughs) Well, you can also get COVID from farts, right? Can you? Oh, yeah, we did a study about about that. that. So you can get it from anything. Man, if you're around me, you better watch out. (laughs) You better watch out. Um. Which Hudson farted in church this morning. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was really good. Right at the end, we we're getting serious too. Just uh, <laughs> let let our little cheek sneak. <laughs> but it was it was more cheek, less sneak. Yes. 
Gotcha. And he tried to act like he did it with his hand, but I know he didn't. <laughs> you know, oh, I opened my eyes and looked over there at him. <laughs> he was like, no, what's it doing here? Oh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I was calling turkeys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, <laughs> well, anyways, if you're around a monkey, be careful. If you're around a rhesus macaque, you better be careful. <laughs> yes. Well, John, how about this headline? Teacher left classroom on a stretcher after a five-year-old student's attack. Oh, no. That is uh, that's bizarre to me. I mean, my, my kid isn't five yet. No. He'll be five in October, not till October. Right. But I can't imagine him... Putting somebody on a stretcher. Is this uh is this a pack of five year olds or was this a single five year old? Well, again, the headline is just five year old students attack. Okay, but All it's right. like a apostrophe s, so it okay. makes it sound like it's one. A teacher was hospitalized after a five year old Pines Lakes Elementary student attacked her, according to Pembroke Pines Police Department. Well, that's a <laughs> Doctor Seuss name this place. <laughs> The student used fist and feet to hit his teacher shortly after 10 a.m. on Wednesday in the cool-down room after he and a four-year-old started to throw things around and flip chairs, according to the incident report. So they put him in solitary. I mean, <laughs> the power of Christ compels you. <laughs> An officer responded to the classroom and found the teacher sitting on the ground against the wall, and she was feeling faint, weak, and dazed before she started coughing and dry heaving, according to the report. Fire rescue personnel used a stretcher to take the teacher out of the classroom and then took her to Memorial Regional Hospital in Hollywood. The student is facing a charge of aggravated assault with hands, fists, and feet. So we're charging the kid. Yeah, we're charging the kid. I mean, you know. I guess. If you was it, you can be tried as an adult. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh I think this is an elaborate workman's comp scheme from this lady. <laughs> You know, because it, it, yeah, that's what I say. It, I mean, just, it said that the the kid attacked him, and then yeah, she is like over there against the wall, like I'm feeling faint. I don't want to pass out. I don't want to be insensitive, but if you can't ha- take out a five year old, maybe you're holding the human race back. You know, like maybe <laughs> I won't be too survival of the fittest here, but maybe it's time for you to just you just need to check on out because right. we should all be able. I think I could beat up. Any five year old. I was about to say, I, could, I, would, I would challenge. I could be the one. Class, one. I could be the classroom of five year olds. A classroom might wear me down after a while, you know. But one on one, I will challenge every five year old on the planet. Unless they're a classroom of ninjas, <laughs> unless they're all five year old ninjas. You're much bigger than me, though. You well, know, like well, they can't climb up to your head and neck area as easy <laughs> as they can on me. You know, because I mean, I could just start stomping. Yeah, right. <laughs> But I, I just know from Awanas or whatever, when they all gang up on me sometimes, there's a moment there where I'm like, man, if I don't really get with it, they're going to overpower me, you know? I will say, if you go, if you let them get you down yeah, on the ground. Yes, you, you can't go down. down it's up for you. <laughs> you have to stay up. <laughs> that's right. That's the closest to a mob environment I've ever been in. It's like a <laughs> bunch of Awanas kids sugared up during playtime attacking me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you were much better about that anyways. You'd let them chase you all over the playground and stuff. <laughs> You're Those much, were the days. You were much better. That was a decade ago. That so. was a long time ago. <laughs> um, a box of human heads have been stolen in Denver, Tiny. Okay, stolen? Yes. Okay. Uh, shout out to Jane, who put this in the Facebook group. That's where I got this from today. Um, at least I saw it today. Who mm-hmm. knows when she posted it. A box of human heads intended for scientific research was stolen from a medical truck in Denver on Thursday. Someone broke into the parked truck uh, in broad daylight and stole the box of human remains along with a dolly. You can't pass up a good dolly. You know? <laughs> Did they know what they were after? I don't know. Okay. Uh, the macabre crime happened in Denver's leafy Central Park neighborhood, the TV station reported. The situation was pretty shocking, resident Isaac Fields told the station. I guess I don't see too many strange things happening around here usually, but you know you never know, said Fields, who was walking his dog. Wow, I would have been so terrified. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> you wouldn't have been that terrified, right? You probably wouldn't it even would recognize it was going creepy, on. It would definitely be creepy, but it's not like, it's well, not, it's not, it's not like they're going to come to life and, and get you. Well, I doubt they were clear plastic box, too. Like, all you would see are some dudes 
loading up some cardboard coolers or whatever. I thought he was talking about if I was chill. the person who like took it or something. Oh, no, I no. Know. I think he was just saying that people were stealing heads. Uh, the missing blue and white box and its decapitated, decapitated contents were reportedly connected to Science Care, a body donation to science program that helps future generations through improved scientific research and education, which is all a cover-up for the Illuminati eating human flesh. <laughs> we all know that. That's what the whole body donating thing is. Well, I was wondering about, like, what do they do with just the heads? I'm sure they got stuff to do. But I do know that, like, I mean, we've talked about it on, like, I know in uh, at the University of Tennessee, they have a body farm. They do. Where they study forensics and what happens to the human body under a yeah. whole litany of environments and, and you know, yeah. criteria. Right. But, uh, and then also, we also had the one story about the the, the grandma gr- that yeah, donated blew her body. To the, and they blew her up. That's right. They put her in a car, wasn't it? And then detonated yeah, like an IED underneath yeah. to see what it would do. Right. Said it killed her. <laughs> <laughs> Fortunately, she was dead before, but it would have killed her, I suppose. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what you do with the heads, but I know that if I worked in a laboratory with heads, I would have to put my sunglasses on one of them. You know, <laughs> just set them up there. Yeah. Just be like, hey, hey, Tiny, look over here. <laughs> hey, you got some Ray-Bans on or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you got to do stuff like that. You got to keep the work site fresh. Well, you know what else is fresh, Tiny? What? Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. We want to thank our sponsor, world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, for their support. Check them out at CajunCurl.com, and you can order the spice right there on the website. It was created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana, and it's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blend of Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, crawfish. It's getting crawfish season. Oh, that's you know, right. That's yeah. right. It's time for them. So <laughs> I've already saw my first friend put up a picture of a crawfish bowl, and I was like, thanks for inviting me. You know, like I'm, <laughs> I'm glad I had to find out this about this on Facebook, but whatever. Cajun Curl Bayou Blend of Spice on anything will change your life. On their website, CajunCurl.com, you can order the original Bayou Blended Spice. You'll also find recipes that are absolutely mind-blowing. You can locate your nearest retailer or order your own. If your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. All their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural, low salt, has a little kick to it, but it doesn't burn your lips. World famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. Check them out at CajunCurl.com and use our promo code EOP10 to get a 10% discount. Because we ask that you use the spice, but we don't ask you to pay full price. That's right. All right, John, what do you say? We want to finish up that list. You want to teach us how to keep it classy. I'm done with the classy. Oh, did we finish? We that? finished it. Oh, no. I do mind. have the, like just random stuff that I've been writing down. If well, you want to talk about any of that, real quick, we like, don't we don't have a voicemail. We did get a text message. Okay, uh, Pat from Portland asked, "Why did the toilet paper roll downhill?" Hmm, I don't know. To get to the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty Shout good out to Pat. That's a good that one. In. I like that one. All the way from Portland. Yeah. There's like a crap rolls downhill thing, that, but I couldn't put it together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I've been writing down random stuff that's okay. popped in my head this week. And one of them is that Mark Wahlberg's a racist. And you did not, you weren't aware that Mark Wahlberg's racist, right? Right. Or was a racist. I don't think he's a racist anymore. Be like beat up an Asian dude and had conflicts with like African American guys. Hmm. And for some reason, everybody's just like, yeah, Mark Wahlberg's cool. I don't know why. Like, I don't know how he's gotten away with it. He was in Lone Survivor. Well, he made Marky Mark and the Fun Bunch and all that, or the Funky Bunch. The Funky Bunch, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah how all that happened. So I don't. somehow Mark Wahlberg's gotten a pass. Hmm. And, I mean, good for him. I, you know, I'm glad. I'm proud of it. Big fan. Are you like a fan of his at all? Or I wouldn't say I'm a fan of his because he's racist, Tyler. <laughs> But uh, what about his family's uh, hamburger restaurant? I've never been to a Wahlburgers. <laughs> At neighbor, uh, is I there one either. around here? I don't think so. Yeah, I doubt they've made it to the southeast yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jax is pushing them out. <laughs> the Jax <Jack's> Mafia. 
<laughs> well, you'll come back to Jack's <laughs> for more, more, more. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, I, I'm not going to go what I, what I, about the work one. Here's another one, Tiny, and is that, okay, kids, you got to press pause right now. All right. <laughs> got to fast forward like a minute. Okay. Um, I've, I've been having a lot of sex lately. I'm not trying to brag. <laughs> not trying to brag. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> I've been on an unprecedented streak. Okay. Wow. It's been great. It's been, it's been <laughs> awesome. All right. But here's the thing. <laughs> it's like, I was like, if if this when this streak comes to an end, you know, I'm not going to have enough semen in me to listen to my wife talk about stuff I don't care about. <laughs> and that's a real problem <laughs> that I need to address. Like I, I feel okay. like I need to sit Dieter down and because I, I think it's like cyclical, really. Yeah. Like the reason we're having so much sex is I've been so into caring about whatever, you know, like I need to buy new tights because this <laughs> this pair's brown and I need a lighter shade to match this top, you know. But the and that reason, turns into like a two hour long conversation. But the reason you've been doing so much listening and you've been so attentive it's lately like, is because like, of the former dry spell. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> <laughs> the reason I'm not, because you know, Tiny, when you go through a dry spell, get a little irritable, right? Extremely irritable. <laughs> I know, but you talk about grumpy to the max. <laughs> yes. And you can't take it. You know, you got too much in you or whatever. And Tara's I, like, what's wrong? Yeah. And they're like, look, let me just go crank it down in the bathroom and we can get back to figuring out what color curtains we need to buy for the <laughs> upstairs living room. You know? Yeah. Because <laughs> I can't concentrate or whatever. So I, I don't know how to broach that with Deidre. Uh -huh. like, look, I've been excellent, and you've been excellent too. Credit to her, by the way, number one. And it's fixing to not be excellent. Well, it's just I feel like if we go through, you know, a little a little streak here, and we've been streaky in the past, mm -hmm. you know, like I've said it many times, we don't have a set schedule. I don't want anybody sleeping with me because they think they're obligated to, anything <laughs> like that. I've got too much pride for that. I'd rather jerk off. And somebody sleep with me just out of some sort of obligation. Okay. <laughs> I just want to say, like, look, like, I feel like I've been an effective communicator. I've been listening a lot, everything else since we've been having a lot of sex. Mm -hmm. And if that ends up not happening, <laughs> then I'm, I'm going to go back to not being. Yeah. I'm going to go back to not caring about <laughs> any of that stuff. I don't know how to bring that up. Well, I, I tell you what, that is one thing that is excellent for a marriage, John, is when it begins with an ultimatum like that. <laughs> I mean, that's how my wife gets her way. <laughs> Let's see. My dog walks while it's taking a crap. I don't get why. I don't know why. It doesn't stay. You know, most people have seen a dog crap. They just squat and do their thing. Mm -hmm. Jay does this like weird crab walk across my yard. And so instead of poop being in one little spot, it's in like, you know, a, a 10 yard area where he just walks around and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I would like a veterinarian to tell me why he does that. <laughs> you know, like I, I don't know why he just walks when he poops. Huh? I don't know. All right. Okay. So anyways, I got more, but I don't want to get some of them are, <laughs> I don't know that I could get a little into. spicy. Not more even so little, than. <laughs> Well, here's the note. Alabama's a tough place to live, right? Like, we got poor education. Yeah. It's hot. We have ineffective state government. I mean, I'm sure it's better than some places, but I suppose you could make an argument for just about anywhere well, that something's going to be hard about being Even there. with that, we have a lot of stuff trying to kill you in Alabama, like spiders, mm -hmm. right? Although we've got poison, venomous spiders, venomous snakes. There's tornadoes. There's hurricanes. There's ice storms. Like the only person that is really truly safe in Alabama is an unborn child. <laughs> All the rest of us could die at any moment. So there we go. Anyways, a little bit of a little bit of just random thoughts in my head. There's a ton more I can't get into. We don't have enough time. <laughs> well, John, as this free show draws to a close, we need to thank our patrons. We need to thank Hold on, are there any questions? You know what? I'm glad you said that. I'm I'm prepared. <laughs> I normally forget about them. Well, John, what do you say we ask some questions? Sure. And now it's time for Ask John Questions About Stuff. We like to ask John questions on this show. If you have any questions for John, you can head on over to our Discord channel, link in the show notes, and go to the Ask John Questions About Stuff sub-channel. 
Our first question comes from Stan. What do you call three strikes in a row in bowl? A turkey. Is that really what it's called? Yep. Okay. That's what it's called. I know. You, you only have a... Sh- now, is that just three strikes in a row, or is that three strikes on the last frame? I think Where you get an extra frame if you get a I don't know. A, a I think strike. it's three just in general. Okay. If I first three frames, I roll a strike, it's a turkey. Hmm. I've got two... People that I know who are in college on college bowling scholarships. So. They have bowling scholarships. Yeah. Oh, yes. Man. My my friend Alan's daughter went to UAB, and then Shane's son is at uh, Spring Hill College down in Mobile, oldest college in Alabama, by the way. People mm. don't know on bowling scholarships. I wonder if you can get on some kind of like video game scholarship. They got to have it. If they'll later. give them out for bowling. Yeah. I mean, there's more people watching people on Twitch than watching. <laughs> The bowling championships. And that's a shame, really. <laughs> it's a real shame because bowling's cool. Fred Flintstone bowled. He didn't play video games. There well, you go. I was about to say, yeah, video games hadn't been invented yet in this Flintstones, John. Exactly. <laughs> they had bowling. Exactly, because bowling's cooler. <laughs> our next question comes from that's our Bobo. Who were your favorite slash least favorite Mid-South wrestlers? My favorite Mid-South wrestler of all time was Mr. Wrestling Number 2. He was the bomb. Mr. Wrestler Number 2, that was it. Yeah, that was he had a mask. (laughs) It was great. It was the whole thing. Um, And then, like, least favorite? I don't know. I never really liked Junkyard Dog. You know, he he wasn't my thing. So I'd probably pick him just off the top of my head without doing a lot of introspection on it, thinking about it. Right. Yeah. Our next question comes from Nicole. Do you have a recommendation for a good automatic watch, in parentheses, battery-free? I tend to kill batteries. Not on a John Long budget, but (laughs) because some of us aren't that rich. So... the we we uh, the pores. What's a yeah. good automatic watch for the pores? Uh, I mean, there are several. I would off the top of my head, uh, Seiko has some good automatic movement watches that are reasonably priced. I'm thinking under four hundred dollars. Let's talk about <laughs> okay. like the cost of an Apple Watch down. Okay. All right, All somebody right. will spend that on a, on an ugly Apple Watch. They mm-hmm. should be willing to spend it on a good timepiece. The other one is Tussaud. I've owned both. I have a Tussaud, too, that I wear a lot. And I think I paid maybe for that one like 190 bucks. Oh, wow. There's a lot of... Uh, so Tussaud or not Tussaud? That's the question. <laughs> There's a lot of what you call the gray market in watches, which will be sort of new old stock that is being sold by secondary retailers without a manufacturer's warranty. Mm-hmm. And you can find good deals for that price range watches that are dependable and all that okay i mean if you're looking to spend a little bit more the the options definitely open up but Mm -hmm. um i would i would also say try citizens i think they have a few automatic movements most of theirs are eco drive but that's really kind of a solar powered type watch and and citizen watches are great i've owned several of them and they're really reasonable so Mm. but i would look at places like uh What's it called? Joma Shop, J-O-M-A Shop. That's a good gray market place to go and buy that's reputable and all. Is that that. online? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, jomashop.com. No free ads, by the (laughs) way. But they have they have Joma isn't like a guy on the corner. (laughs) No. (laughs) They have a lot of uh good watches for reasonable price. Uh and some used as well where people will sell upper end watches. You can use you I mean it depends on what you want to spend. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But to so I would be would be my first choice. What is the most expensive watch that you own? Uh, the one I have on, that one. How much you give for it? A little over $2,000. Nice. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I don't want to brag or anything. <laughs> I want you to brag. I had a real good month, so to speak, mm-hmm. at one point in time and I bought it cuz Let me I, see it again. Okay. The scratch right here, I got to take it and get it buffed out. I did that in Hudson's room. I didn't see, and I, I know it's just because of my uh, my idiocy yeah. towards watches, but it doesn't, it, I mean, it just looks like a normal watch. I would have no idea you paid two grand for that. That's fine. I'm, I don't mind. I don't wear it 
so you know. Well, I'm I wear it so to, other people who know about watches know. I'm trying to take notes so that I know who to ask for money. I can borrow <laughs> money from. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that doesn't help. <laughs> no, a good brand like Omega or whatever, this is like a very low-end watch in luxury. This is like what they would call a starter watch, really. You know, <laughs> This luxury. is one you buy for your... 13-year-old kid on yeah, his bar mitzvah. Right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I mean, like, they're, they're, they can get extremely expensive. Yeah. But the thing about them is I could sell it today and probably make a little bit more than what I bought it for. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they appreciate in value over time, right. especially if you have the box and the papers and all that stuff that you get when you, you buy it. You got the box too. and the papers? I do not, because I bought this one used from a dude. <laughs> <laughs> who didn't From really Joe Ma over on the corner? <laughs> who didn't really know? I found this watch on uh, on Facebook Marketplace. Oh, John, that's trashy. Back when it first started, that's so trashy. I didn't say I didn't. <laughs> but the guy really, he probably could have got about at that time, probably about twenty seven hundred out of it. Okay, yeah, and but he only got two grand. He got like twenty one. Okay, well, how much would it go for now? You said it would probably be worth more now. Maybe maybe thirty one. Wow. Yeah. All right. Man. Something like that. Uh, but y'all keep buying your Bitcoins, though. <laughs> all right? Y'all just make sure you keep buying your Bitcoins. Hey, let me tell you something. I was listening to... You ever listen to a podcast called Stuff You Should Know? Probably not. No. Oh, I've listened to it a couple of times, but I don't listen to it. Okay. Yeah. Well, I was listening to the episode they did on Bitcoin, which they did, I want to say, 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And here recently, I don't know why. I was just like, I'm gonna go. I want to go listen to that again and see if it holds up. And I was listening to it, and in the podcast, they were talking about how volatile the price of it was. And they said, uh, they said, right now, Bitcoin is going for two hundred dollars a Bitcoin. Okay. And one of them said to the other one, "Have you bought any?" And the guy says, "No, I haven't bought any. I'm no fool." Uh huh. And now on the low end, John, when yeah. it's when it, when Bitcoin crashes, it's right around thirty five thousand dollars per Bitcoin. Okay. But ten years ago, you could have bought them for two hundred. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, ten years ago, you could have bought a lot of things that have appreciated that much, right? It, t- what, are some, like, what are what are some of them? People or land, real estate. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I mean, I guess it depends on where you buy it. Exactly. It's location, yeah. location, location. Right. Yes. You know that my my dad's land hasn't appreciated. Of, it hadn't appreciated on the same level well, as it's in a his crypto. <laughs> but it also probably has timber on it. it. It has a little bit of timber. Okay. But the guys I've, uh, <laughs> the, the estimates I've gotten, it needs another 10 years to mature. Yeah, that's so, fine. Yeah. So it'll be worth more when that timber matures, right? Mm-hmm. But it go. still won't go for $35,000. <laughs> no, <laughs> but it is in a cola. And you're just going to sell the timber off of it, right? Uh, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm still oh. It's still in probate right now. Oh, okay. And also, it's not just well, mine. Well, holler at me if you're looking to sell. Just holler at me if you're looking to sell it out, okay? The land? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been looking for a spot. Yes. <laughs> Deidre's got it in her mind that she wants to buy a place and build a house. Well, I tell you what, that was uh, that was my plan. Yeah, until y'all but got you here. see what happened, right? Well, I don't want to build a house. I've mm-hmm. never wanted to build a house in my life. But she thinks we need to sell this one once we, you know, the kids get a little mm-hmm. bit older and all that. Find a place a little. You got further. what about another ten years or so? It's roughly, mm-hmm. you know, and we could, could potentially do it before Libby graduated. And uh, find, go ahead and buy the land now, and then when it gets time get rid of this house, build us another house that's like one story smaller mm-hmm. that we would just have to die in, yeah. basically. Mm-hmm. That's what she wants to do, Not which is what plan. we'll end up doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Because women have a way yeah. of getting what they want. That's fine. you know. Yeah. And if my parents hadn't screwed it up and moved down here, we could have just moved back to Fed. Mm-hmm. We have plenty of land to build on there. <laughs> plenty of land. But no, we're around here, so we got to get something in town now because – I don't have any siblings, and I got to take care of my parents. So there we go. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Mom and Dad. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. (laughs) I'm putting them in a nursing home. (laughs) Well, our next question comes from Stan. What is the dot above the lowercase called? The dot above the lowercase? That's just, it just, uh, what is the dot above the lowercase? A a dot above an I is called a tittle. Oh, you know what? It is the lowercase I. I'm sorry. What is the dot above the lowercase I? That's a tittle. That's the only dot I could think of. I don't know what those high commas are. You know, I had a cousin who had a child yesterday. 
and his name has like one of those accent mark things. Oh, what is that called? A high comma. <laughs> That's what high yeah. Comma. yeah, a high comma. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. Shout out to my cousin Steven and their newborn, who I think is Remy. I haven't heard it pronounced yet. Hmm. Remy Dane. All right. Which is not Jimmy Dane, which has been cool too. But Remy Dane's cool. Yeah. Good sausage, Jimmy Dean. Jimmy Dean sausage is pretty good. Pretty good. I mean, you you don't want to get the Koneka people fired up. <laughs> like, Koneka people, if you mention any other kind of sausage, they have a fit. I thought, for some reason, <laughs> I thought Koneka sausage was like the smoked sausage. It is. They got all kinds of so- stuff. Oh, they have all kinds, yeah. too? Okay. I'm thinking it ain't of like, like the, your traditional sausage yeah. patties, though. Okay. Yeah, right. They may have some regular sausage patties. I don't know. But I just know if you mention another brand other than Koneka mm-hmm. around Koneka people, they act like you've thrown water in their face or something. <laughs> uh, our next question comes from Cash Money Oddity Millionaire. Okay. Can I borrow some of that COO money? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we can come talk to me if you need to. We can work something out. Make uh, high interest loans or whatever, <laughs> short-term loans. Our next question comes from The Driver. If Elon Musk gave you use of his time travel machine, would you rather go backwards in time to observe some specific historical event, or would you rather travel into the future to see life would be like? Hmm. I'd probably go back in time. I think I would, too. Yeah. Because here's the thing about the future. You're not sure what's going to happen. Like, what right. if you go forward into the future and there's been like a p- apocalyptic right. event? Yeah. And, and then you got to come back with all that knowledge, mm-hmm. you know, that like, hey, this is waiting down the road. Or get irradiated and die. Sure. While that's you're a there good in the point. future. <laughs> <laughs> you're supposed to wear like space helmets and you walk yeah. out of a time machine like uh-huh. this and die. That makes sense. But yeah, I probably go back. I don't know where, I, though. I feel like this is something that literally no one else has ever considered except for me. But time machines are very dangerous. Yeah. You have to be very careful how you would use a time machine if you had one or if you would use it at all and you would right. just wouldn't like smash it to pieces to in order to protect the space-time continuum from uh, folding in on itself. Well, the timeline shifts all the time. Everybody knows that because <laughs> Trump has a time machine. <laughs> and he's traveling around doing stuff. And what is that. time, John? Time is really an illusion when you get down to it. But, I mean, but is it, though? Well, I guess it was a, it's a measure more than anything is how we use it. Right. But why does time flow differently, and why is it affected by gravity? It, that I can't answer you. So that, that makes no sense to me. It's, it's not. I don't know. Like, to me, time <laughs> blows my mind when you think about it. it. When you think about it. Because all we've really done is a broken up increments into a certain amount and mm-hmm. we just said okay this is what it is well see i think about it as okay when you when you sit down and you think what is time the thing that makes the most sense to my small p brain is it's like the degradation of matter i guess okay. you like yeah you grow older sure and we we measure that in time right but really that's your body breaking down or like buildings you build them up over time they crumble right. or whatever but then, like, things don't degrade on the, like, not all chemicals, not all elements have the same half-life. Yeah, and they don't break down the same rate. And what is it about time that, that affects that? Like, I, what is the relationship between time and, and the... I don't know. Yeah, it, it, it blows my... It makes no sense. If, we, I, I think we don't even real, have a real understanding of what time is. Probably not. I think there's a lot of people way smarter than me with a lot of other degrees who probably have a better understanding than I do. Mm-hmm. But I still don't think as humanity, as a conscious being, that we can wrap our brain around what time is. Yeah. and Because you know, the physicist will say that hypothetically, if we were to get on a spaceship and it could travel... Like, not quite the speed of light, because they say nothing can travel at the speed of light, but like super duper 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 fast, you might could travel to another star system, if not in your life, like in your kid's lifetime. Right. But time on Earth would have passed so far that anyone you knew on Earth is going to be long dead and gone. You're going to be talking to their descendants. Right. You know, thousands of years later. So I mean, it. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. All I know is Ken Ham told me the earth was 6,000 years old. So <laughs> Only in Sunday school can that be referred to as a young earth. 
<laughs> I was thinking the other day, which I mean, me and you've talked about this. Sure. I mean, I'm not a I'm not a scientist. I'm very uh what's the word i'm very uh partial to the idea of an old earth i, I, I would lean that way too yeah <laughs> but we're about to get kicked out of church but what i was going to tell Look, you everybody is, who goes to church while us listen to this y'all got to get real cool real quick dude tell me how much would our sunday school love it if you had a stand-up joke would be like you know, it's so dumb that we call six to 10,000 years young earth. That should be the old earth position. And the old earth position should be called imbecile. <laughs> they would love it, John. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think it's very naive. I think I've told you this. To assume what we've observed time as to think that's what time has always been. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I have that idea in my head, probably from hallucinogens somewhere (laughs) along the way. But I think it's really weird and very self-centered to think that way. Mm -hmm. But whatever. We we don't got way off the rails. (laughs) We're way off. (laughs) But that was the last question. So Okay. Well, yeah, time doesn't exist, really, when you get down to it. When that is a straight up, I've taken too many drugs position. Time <laughs> or is that is, the fourth dimension? Time is non-existent. Like if you think of dimensions as uh, length, height, width, is time a fourth way of measuring? Potentially, yes. Yeah. yeah. Potentially, yeah. I guess it is. I don't know, man. <laughs> we need that little Asian guy that does all the Discovery Channel things. He's Miguel like a, Kaku. Yeah. Yeah, that, that dude. dude he, can, he can explain stuff for like I'm an idiot. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes perfect sense. You know? Like, like string theory and all this stuff. I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, no, that dude's right. Yeah. I read one of his books called Future Tech where he, he talked about all kinds of like sci-fi stuff and how feasible okay. it was. It was it was an interesting book, I'll say that. He he talked about everything from time travel to invisibility. So Okay, cool. Anyway, John, as this free show draws to a close, we need to thank our patrons. We thank each and every one of you so much for supporting us. We would like to thank those by name who donate at the 10 or above tier. And those people are Mr. Daniel Hedrick, Mr. James White, Ms. Angela Pinto, Ms. Kara Wisco, Ms. Sherry Heron, Mr. Chris Payne, Mr. Derek Reeves, Mr. Hank Hernandez, Ms. Jane Updegraff, Ms. Jacqueline B., Mr. Shane White, Ms. Sharon Craig, Mr. Todd Glover, Mr. Tyler Bond, and of course, Mr. Mike Wilcox, a.k.a. Mick Will. We thank you all so much for supporting what we do and tuning in every week. If you would like to become a patron, you can head on over to Earth Oddity Podcast at, no, you can head on over to <laughs> patreon.com slash Earth Oddity. We have several different tiers, but if you join up at the $5 tier, that gets you everything. Speaking of extended shows, what we got coming up in the extension today? We're going to talk about a very interesting trailer park that's coming to Alabama. All right. I'm going to talk about spaceships and their design. Okay. That's what I'm going to talk about. But until then, do you have anything else? No, that's it. Just everybody. I hope everybody has a good week. Mm -hmm. Love the people around you and allow yourself to be loved by the people around you. (laughs) Yeah. And Dieter's texting me. Okay. Anyways, that's it. That's all I got to say. All right. You have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us. No matter where you get us, whether you get us from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, we're on all those. If you would like to write into the show, we are earthoddity at planetmail.net. If you would like to tweet at us, we are at underscore earthoddity on Twitter. We have some show art on Instagram if you want to check that out. Check that out. It is underscore earthoddity on Instagram. We have a Discord server, link in the show notes, and we have a phone number that you can call or text. What's that phone That is 662-493-2059. 662-493-2059. We hope everybody has an excellent week. Earth Odyssey for the Fringe Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. Bye. has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening.
All right, patrons, we're here and ready to record <laughs> an extension for you. Yes. <laughs> so I've had a rough week with Hudson.